0: that line's being drawn nobody's right if everybody's wrong young people speak in their minds are getting so much resistance from behind the time we stop hey what's that sound everybody look what's going down welcome to the podcast this is greg kelly here um We mentioned off the bat that once in a while I was going to talk about things that are outside of politics in uh, Quebec or Canada, and we are recording today right after Super Tuesday in the United States, so I'm going to take some time just to go over the results and talk about what happened and what's next. So, uh, yeah, let's let's just get started. First and foremost, Super Tuesday, what, what was at stake? There were... Already a few um, states that had done their Democratic uh, primary votes. So keep in mind what's going on right now in the United States uh, is that the Democrats are trying to determine who will be their candidate to run against uh, Donald Trump. Uh, So there have been lots of names in the mix. Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Michael Bloomberg stepped in. Uh, there's a few that have stepped out in the last few days. But nonetheless, that's what's going on right now. So the people that are voting, it's not everyone in the state. This is really people who are members of the Democratic Party who want to participate in choosing their next candidate to run for the White House. Um, so there's already been some delegates that have been pledged. And off the bat, Bernie Sanders has been doing very well. Um But there was a big shift last week when Joe Biden bounced back with a very big win in South Carolina. Uh, And that all led up to a big moment on Super Tuesday last night where states like Texas, California, uh, Tennessee, amongst others, Virginia, there's a whole slew of them were going to vote vote who they would like to be as their candidate. So it was super interesting and, and super fascinating, but what the hell happened? If you're out there listening to this and you're trying to make sense, uh, of course, there's the big headlines that will lead you to believe that it was just Joe Biden who won and there was no victory for Bernie Sanders. But if we look at things, every it's, it's a little bit more complex than that. So Biden was a big winner. You can't take that away. Two weeks ago, Pundits, pollsters were saying that Joe Biden's campaign was done, that he was finished, um, but he was able to show in South Carolina that he still has the support of many black voters and what he likes to call the Obama-Biden coalition of Democrats, who tend to be more moderate um, to the center and traditional FDR Democrats. So they believe in social programs, but maybe not going super far. That's how he likes to define them. Um, so he won lots of delegates yesterday. Of the 1,357 were up for stake, he won a he won a good chunk, um, and it's just very interesting to see because he was able. I guess the backroom channels were open to convince some of the candidates, Amy Klobuchar and uh, Pete Buttigieg, to back out of the race and to back him. So he was able to form a coalition also with Beto O'Rourke in Texas, to bring together a very vast coalition of moderate uh, Democrats into his tent. Very much what Hillary Clinton did in 2016. Of course, there are some distinctions between the two, but nonetheless, um, it's obvious that the establishment in the Democratic Party was getting worried that if the vote of moderate Democrats remained divided, Bernie Sanders would win. And for a lot of people... They think Bernie, as much as they might like him personally, his ideas go a little too far for their liking. So there was clearly a reaction to mobilize. And I actually think that they learned the lesson from 2016 on the Republican side where nobody organized quickly enough to stop Donald Trump, which the establishment kind of wanted to do. And by the time they got too far, it was too late. Donald Trump was a clear cut advanced person and there was no stopping him. So I think the Democrats not to say that Bernie Sanders is Donald Trump. It's just more that Bernie Sanders very much comes with outside ideas which go against the establishment. Um, so, Bernie, so, so Bernie Sanders, uh, yes, was definitely, he was not stabbed in the back, but there was a plot against him from the establishment of the Democratic Party. And I don't like to be too negative against that because I think traditionally Democrats are tend to be moderate. Um, it's not to forget that they're not all super progressives a lot of them are more at the center and they are very comfortable with the joe biden and they think that voting for him would be easier than voting for bernie sanders if they had a chance but bernie sanders is not dead in the water he's still alive it's important to remember that even though joe biden would win a state he he didn't win every single delegate in that state so bernie still won a fair share of those 1300 delegates last night and remains in the race What Bernie has going for him since 2016, he's been working hard to build a coalition and a grassroots network that is very loyal and supports him. Um, It has been a lot of repetition of his message. His agenda doesn't change. I admire him for that. I think Bernie Sanders has been talking about the same issues since 1980s. And, you know, here he is almost on the cusp becoming the candidate to run for the White House. So kudos to him for always sticking true to his Values And never being afraid to speak about his ideas in many times when they were not popular. So he's still alive. But Bernie Sanders, I think, was hoping his coalition and his grassroots supporters was going to be bigger than what it really was. And I think he probably was disappointed with some of the results in Texas and in Virginia. Um, But one thing, too, I guess that would make him disappointed is that the turnout of Democratic voters for this primary was much stronger than 2016 which means there was way more people who had a desire to get out there and vote for Joe Biden, which ultimately might mean is that a lot of Democrats think Joe Biden is more electable as president of the United States than Bernie Sanders is and that Bernie Sanders would turn off too many people. I think that's a huge challenge. People like Bernie. They like what he says, but they're not too sure that they are willing to go that far and agree with his ideas. So he's alive. And there's still more states out there to go win some votes, but he's definitely, uh, he's in trouble. Elizabeth Warren won't spend too much time. Um, I've admired watching her campaign, but she's really just kind of rid on the coattails of Bernie, took a lot of his progressive ideas as her own, has actually siphoned off a lot of votes from Bernie. In the end, it wouldn't have made a huge difference, I don't think, last night in too many of the states because. The turnout, like I said, was very high and very strong and very much for Joe Biden. Um, But to lose in your own home state must have hurt. And I'm sure she felt that in her bones when she lost the state of Massachusetts, where she has her base. Um, But I still think she has a role to play in this upcoming presidential campaign. I'm not too sure Joe Biden would take her as a VP candidate. But if he were ever to win, uh, she would definitely probably be somebody that he would consider for a cabinet posting. So... It's not the last we've heard of Elizabeth Warren, but at 70, I don't think she'll take another kick at the can of running for president, but who knows, because everyone in this race right now is a million years old, so we'll see. Um, And finally, Bloomberg. Uh, Mike Bloomberg. I'm Mike Bloomberg. His great campaign, advertising campaign in the United States. $500 million he dumped into. This is the first time he ran. He didn't try to win in Iowa. He didn't try to win in New Hampshire. He did not try to win in South Carolina, I don't believe, but nonetheless, Mike Bloomberg finally entered into the race on Tuesday. He did get a good amount of support in some states where he put a lot of money into. So obviously his advertising campaign, which was not just TV and radio, but he had a huge digital strategy, did work to a certain extent. But I guess he thought that he would emerge as the Joe Biden and as the consensus moderate candidate, which did not happen. Um, But he's going to stick around. He's supporting Biden. And so last night, interesting results that he was able to get those percentages but he's done, but he has a huge role left to play. And we'll talk about that in uh, a little bit. So what's next? Um, Like I said, there's still a lot going on in terms of delegates who need to be named. It's not over. Um, Biden still has a long way to go. He needs to work on his game because at times, especially in debates, he's looked sluggish, uh, rambling, incoherent. So we definitely will need to tighten up his game. Um, But he is clearly on the path to victory right now. It would be very hard in my mind. He has that sort of Hillary Clinton coalition, Barack Obama coalition going on right now with moderates that will probably be enough to put him over the top. Um, And some significant support from congressmen, senators, uh, ex-congressmen and senators, that he'll get it done. Mike Bloomberg has a huge network of organizations he finances that he'll bring into the fold. Um, Pete Buttigieg gained a lot of popularity. The more he's around Joe Biden, I think will help him. Um, And again, what was key to Joe Biden's success is that he's able to tap into the Black Democratic base, which is quite large. They still very much support Joe Biden. They see him as the vice president to Barack Obama, but he built a lot of confidence and trust with those voters. And it clearly demonstrated that in how largely they turned out and voted for um Joe Bernie has a very tough path to victory um i think again he has to be recognized for his campaign that he did and is running where he's getting significant significant amounts of money not from corporations not from billionaires not from anyone really grassroots it's quite impressive but i think right now his his message and his coalition has reached a uh Plateau, even if he adds in Elizabeth Warren's votes, which is most likely that she'll drop out, she might not endorse Bernie. But a lot of those progressive supporters will probably go to Bernie after that. But if he's not able to win in Maine, he's not able to win in Massachusetts. I have a hard time seeing Bernie being able to really pull out in the rest of the states to take enough delegates to win this thing. And, um, too bad for him because he's honestly run a very hard campaign. I have a lot of admiration for Bernie. I think uh, his message is pretty simple, whether or not free healthcare, free education at the co- uh, collegiate level would ever work in the States is another question, but he believed in those values and has been pushing for them. But I have a hard time seeing Bernie winning this thing overall. And uh, that would be two, two times he tried it and two times it didn't work. Um, but that leads me just to the next question. I would say, what does what this, this kind of all mean? Um, In the end, I think Bernie, for moderate Democrats, he's just too radical, and they are worried that his message would turn off a lot of independent voters, which will be very key to winning the White House in 20, uh, I guess it's 2022. Anyways, we'll edit this out. It'll be very key for him to win the next, uh, to winning the White House on the path to victory. Um, But... I'm not too sure. I feel like that line that they were repeating about Joe Biden, that he's the establishment candidate and kind of embracing it, it's just fodder for Trump that this is the return of the swamp. It's the return of, you know, governments that don't work and people who work against you. So I could see Trump's probably chomping at the bit to say, you know, um, this is great. I'll be able to attack him. No problem. But. Like I mentioned, voter turnout for Democrats is very high. Very encouraging message for them is that people are super engaged and they clearly Democrats want to beat Donald Trump. So I think you can take that away that Joe Biden got votes out, um, which will be extremely imperative for them to retaking the White House is that black voters come out and vote. um, And then of course, those moderate Democrats come out and vote and they're able to have some messaging that works for, of course, the independents. But where I think a huge thing and a huge change that happened today, this morning on the Wednesday, was Bloomberg endorsing Joe Biden. One thing that I really admired in Bloomberg is that his, his public relations strategy worked. It was phenomenal. And he has endless money to invest in Joe Biden to take over his digital strategy. And I think that could really help Joe if he's able to put together a very concrete, tight message and agenda for voters that they can get that message out in a way that, rivals Donald Trump's capacity to tweet every morning, and get his message out and dominate the news. Bloomberg has the ability to really help Joe rival that. And this that will be so important uh, in the upcoming year and and months and weeks ahead of us. So that is something not to be underestimated, that if there's one thing Bloomberg might have, I don't know if it's was a waste of $500 million, because he clearly demonstrated how dangerous he can be in the advertising world. And marketing, in the end of the day, of politics, especially in the United States, is a huge, huge part. Um, but in the end, Democrats will need to get together. And Biden will not be able to win the White House without making sure the progressives on Bernie's side vote for him, too. So where Biden is going to have to find a way, fine, he does not want to do free health care for all. But how much more can be pushed on the health care front to make it better for Americans, to make the insurance companies Actually deliver services, not charge people more, um, and make it more available, especially to elderly people. Because healthcare will be a huge issue in the next campaign, particularly if the economy remains relatively stable. They're going to have to find something that touches a lot of Americans, especially in places like Ohio, Michigan, and Pennsylvania states like that that Democrats lost, where healthcare remains a critical issue to them. Um, and also on college tuition. I mean, just an unbelievable how much Americans pay. Um, for tuition and the debts they incur after that. It's devastating to them. It's, some people will just live in debt, you know, college debt for the rest of their lives, and it makes no sense. So I think there's a message there that Joe will have to find a way to work with Bernie to get that student vote interested and engaged in coming out. And of course, climate change, Bloomberg was really big on that. Bernie, of course, no questions about it. But again, he's going to have to deliver on a very ambitious plan, I think, to bring a lot of those progressive Democrats into the fold to make a coalition of those two work. Um, and they're going to have to look at what Clinton did wrong last time. And I felt her message last time around was just all over the place. I didn't understand what her agenda was about. Her agenda was about everything. And that doesn't always work in politics because no one really understands your key messaging. So Biden's going to have to find a few very key messages that speak to moderates, progressives and the independents, those people that don't typically get out and vote, um, it's going to be a huge challenge, but if they're able to do it, and I think there's enough smart people in the Democratic Party and around Bernie, Biden, Bloomberg, Warren, all those Democrats that can get around the table and say, we have to beat Donald Trump. I think they're able to do something that will make Joe very appealing to a lot of Americans. In the end of the day, he remains quite favorable. People like Joe. They like their Uncle Joe, as they kind of like to refer to him. So the pathway is there to, to victory for Joe to be the nominee, but also to the White House won't be easy. Um, Donald Trump, again, the economy is going well. He has sharpened his skills at being a very rude and critical opponent where he can just trash somebody very easily with a tweet and by making fun of them. But again, Joe has been in politics, in American politics for so long. He's done a lot of impressive things that people, you know, and he has a very personal side to losing his wife and young daughter in a car accident when he was first elected to Senate and also you know, losing his son to brain cancer when he was vice president. Those are things that really connect to people. And they Americans felt those things when Joe Biden experienced that Americans experienced that. So they see a very personal side to him. So we'll have to see what happens. That's my monologue on Super Tuesday it was a lot of fun watching. Uh, Americans really cover their politics. It's it's like watching a football game, the instant analysis, the graphics, the screens, um but there's so much data and it'll be really interesting to see all the experts over the next couple of weeks really go over it and see what does this mean going towards the race for the white house um but yeah uh i enjoyed it so again if you guys have any comments questions just you know click below and let me know but uh i think i'm going to come back to this topic because it's a huge even though it doesn't affect canada and quebec right at this second there's no doubt that the White House and American politics have a huge influence on our culture and society. So a topic I'm going to come back to. So thanks for listening, guys, and see you next time.